Welcome to Covenant's Pulpit Ministry. Covenant Evangelical Free Church believes that the Bible is the Word of God and that God's Word is vital for life-transforming Christianity. We trust that you will grow to know the Word of God and more importantly, the God of the Word as you hear this message today. May God bless you as you open your heart to His Word. Wow, Tony, you look very cool, huh? You too. Okay, I, I, I'm always cool, yeah, so. Can you give them a round of applause because it's the first time where we managed to dress them out and pair them out in the red jackets. Wear heat, right? Wear heat, right? They look like two big ang paus. Yeah, they can wear that for Christmas as well, actually. Sorry, sorry. Well, hi, Covenant family at Woodlands and at East and Bukit Panjang. What a joy uh, to be in the house of the Lord. And for those of you who are joining us uh, online, we welcome you uh, this morning as we worship the Lord uh, together. We began the new year 2022 with this spiritual burden the Lord has given to us as a people of God in covenant, not just for the year 2022, but we trust as a theological impetus for the many years ahead as we envision towards 2028 and beyond. And that burden is preparing ourselves preparing the church, preparing the world, preparing Singapore to meet the King Jesus. And this morning, as we come to the close of our January topical series on our faith exploits, we are very delighted uh, this morning to have Timio and Hazel Tan on the panel to share their lives together with us. Well, just in case you're not aware, Tim is the eldest son of uh, Pastor Tony and Hazel is my younger daughter and we have invited them to share this stage with us because we have been talking so much about this intergenerational disciple maker uh, focus and I, I would love to hear some of their perspectives and stories uh, especially to, in response to the faith exploits so team and hazel would you share with us a brief response to what you have uh, heard so far in the past three sundays on uh, disciple the nations disciple singapore and disciple the generations yeah, I think for, for me, I think it's great that now we have three very simple, very clear ways of what it means, you know, when we see on the wall, go make disciples of all nations. Very like, wow, what does that mean? And so now we have three practical faith exploits that we can focus on. Mm. And it helps us break down when we talk about all nations. Uh, it's more than just nations. It talks about people groups as well. Mm. And so people groups include the generations mm -hmm. and obviously the nations as well. So it's, it's fantastic that now we... We have these three things so yeah. we can fly with it. So I'm excited to be part of it. Amen. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think for myself, if, if I can be very honest with everyone here, um, it's taken a long while for disciple-making as a concept to move from a slogan on a wall to an actual driving purpose and truth in my life. Um, and I think this Faith Exploit series has surfaced the, the need for urgency, for a sense of urgency, and that realization that that sense of urgency is really lacking in my own life. So I've just been challenged to ask myself um, that if I call myself a, a follower of Christ and someone who loves God, what kind of fruits do I want to see in my life? Uh, and when we look at the Great Commission and uh, what it calls us all to, it's clear that loving God and helping other people to love and follow God should actually be central to that. Um, and right now, it, it's not. So I think it's just asking the Lord to realign uh, my priorities and just trusting that He will provide all that is needed for me to answer that calling. Good. 
Yeah, thank you so much for sharing your brief response. Because our desire this morning is that we want to bring this uh, January topical series to a landing and a summary. And it's our prayer that God will inspire and challenge each one of us wherever we are. Whatever things that God is already saying to you and speaking to you, then we, we just carry them out with the strength and the empowering uh, of the Lord. And so uh, this is what we desire to do this morning. So to kick off, what we're going to do is ask both Hazel and uh, team to read two key scripture passage for our meditation this morning. We'll read from Genesis 12, 1-3 first. It says, Now the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you, and I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Genesis 22, 17 to 18. I will surely bless you and I will surely multiply your offspring as the stars of heaven and as the sand that is on the seashore. And your offspring shall possess the gate of his enemies and in your offspring shall all the nations of the earth be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. The first reflection uh, we want to share with you this morning is that we are so, so blessed by God. Genesis chapter 1, if you look back to Genesis chapter 1 and 2, you're going to realize that it is one of the most amazing creation of man where God said to mankind, says, I'm going to make you fruitful and multiply. You're going to be after my own image. All right? and, and the whole trust of Genesis chapter 1 and 2 is found and couched in these four words in Genesis 1 verse 28, and God blessed them. You know, but you and I know in Genesis 3, Adam and Eve messed up big time, isn't it? And the story continues of the condition of the heart of humanity in Genesis 4, where we read of Cain killing his own brother, Abel. And he got worse and worse in Genesis 5. It became darker and darker, even for every generation to come. And then we come to Noah, the wonderful character in Genesis chapter 6. And we ask ourselves, did mankind ever improve and repent? Answer is no. And that's why in Genesis 9, God decided to judge the earth with a massive flood. It was almost like a total, complete, control, alternate, delete, reset. And did humanity learn its lesson in terms of history? No. In fact, in Genesis 11, we read of the story of the Tower of Babel, how humanity tried to live their lives apart from God. Today, we come to Genesis chapter 12, and we expect God to forsake humanity. No, in fact, God did exactly the reverse. The Bible tells us in Genesis 12, in a passage that was just read for us this morning, that God decided still to bless humanity, but through one man, Abraham. You know, friends, don't miss this amazing declaration and revelation of God's Word in Genesis 12. Don't miss the heart of God because there, 12 verse 1 says, I will bless you and make your name great. I will bless those who bless you. And this is so clearly seen in Abraham's life because he is by no means a flawless man. Yet God committed himself to bless this one person. If you, if you look at Genesis 1 to 12 in one sweep again, you begin to realize that whenever man fumbles, when there's a judgment of God, the very next instant, 
there will be pronouncement of blessings. Promise of blessings will come about. It just shows us the, the heart of God for His people and His children. And when we jump over to the New Testament and we all witness the redemptive sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ, and Ephesians 1 verse 3, when the Scripture says, God has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. See, all this just simply point to the fact that God never gives up on us. God never gives up on humanity. In fact, He wants to bless us big time. And this is unimaginable. We are so, so blessed by our God. So Tim and Hazel, as we continue, and, and you guys are in your mid-twenties, what do you see as some of the blessings God has given to us? Not mid-twenties anymore, but <laughs> still feel young. Okay, um, some, some of the blessings. Yeah, I mean, in Singapore, undoubtedly so, we are blessed with one of the most resources in the world, right? Whether it's human capital or financial or economic, um, it's in abundance here. Um, and I think as someone who belongs to the younger generation, I say more intellectually that, okay, Singapore has come a really long way um, but I think there are many that also belong to the generations above that you have actually um, lived through it and you can testify to it that where Singapore is today is actually a complete miracle mm. of God. Um, and it makes me question also, actually out of all the countries in the world, why Singapore, specifically um, the smallest and the most unlikely to succeed? Why us? And I think it reminds me of how Israel is talked about in Isaiah 60, mm. uh, about how really the least will become a clan and the small will become uh, a nation. And I know that this is also the passage that Pastor Edmund received when he first became a, uh, an SP. And I know this because I just attended my membership class, uh, taught by my dad. I remember the lessons. <laughs> yes. Um, but I think, yeah, all in all, I, I think it's not a coincidence that uh, Singapore of, of all nations has been redeemed from lowly places to where it is today as one of the most prosperous nations in the entire world. So there must be a purpose for that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Amen. But I think as we think of the blessings of God upon Singapore, it's not just the material wealth and the prosperity that we enjoy and experience here, but also the spiritual blessing God has poured upon Singapore, how in a short time of 50 years, mm. Singapore, a third world nation, could become a first world nation. Mm. And how uh, mm. we witnessed the growth of Christianity from 14.6% in the year 2000 to 18.8% in the year 2015. And of course, as Pastor Kai highlighted last Sunday, it's stagnating and it's a wake-up call for you and I as a church of Jesus Christ and for Singapore that we must not rest on our laurels mm. And then we celebrate the unity, the blessings of God, of the unity of churches and pastors in our land to advance the gospel mm. and to be a blessing to the nations as well. Mm. And also for many of God's people that He has placed and assigned in different aspects of the marketplace mm. in Singapore and the incredible influence that God's people are making mm. in mm. a marketplace has sought and light for Him. Amen. Mm. Yeah. What about Tim, you? Yeah, I think off the top of my head, I'm really thankful for how God has blessed um, so many churches, including Covenant here, with many faithful disciple makers. I still remember uh, the first time where I prayed to receive Christ, and I think I was eight or nine, and the same person that gave the gospel message, presented it, is still serving today, uh, right now, after so many years. 
So it's, it's, it's wonderful to see so many faithful disciple makers. And, and not just that, where people continue to be faithful, but we see a rise of a next generation of, of leaders uh, in our midst. And actually, some of them are here today. So um, can you just wave if you're one of them? Can you? Yeah, don't need to be shy, yeah? They're over there. So I, I managed to get some of them to come. These are people who are serving in our lower primary, upper primary and preschool ministry. Wow. And so you have as young as 13 years old to 18 years old. And so we have a variety of youths stepping up. Last year when we gave the call for the youths to rise up, to take ownership, no longer seeing their youth community as a hotel, but a place they call home. And in a home, everyone has a role and responsibility. And so we're starting to see a, a rise of young people across the three centres taking ownership of their faith. So I'm excited to see what is to come because they're not just going to be just a disciple. They're going to be disciple makers. So my hope is at the end of the, the time as they grow past 18 is that they would, they would come and multiply themselves um, to be future disciple makers as well. So, Amen. Yeah. Amen. We, we really got to start them really young. Mm. And so just when Tim was sharing this uh, with us, uh, I recall last Sunday, uh, one of the TNG staff mm. posted this uh, cute picture on our team uh, chat. So would you just take a look at this picture? Now just, just look at this picture. And, 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 and this is Yen, right? Yen, Yen is only seven years old. <laughs> now, just take a look at this serious, let's get down to business sort of face, right? He's so intense, he's so focused, he wants to give 110% of his life to Jesus. <laughs> now, you must understand, Yen likes to run around at the corridor, and uh, he loves to, to talk about his dinosaur. And uh, that day they said, why don't you help out in uh, the AB and help us adjust this knob, just this volume up and down. And he said, really, I can do that? And he was so excited. At the end of that uh, time, they, they asked him, so, would you like to do this every Sunday? And he said, yes, yes, can I do this to be a blessing to other people? And, and we're going to sign up again. At seven years old, start them young, and soon they will give up themselves to Jesus in magnificent ways. So I'm so encouraged by this year. Amen. Yeah, I remember, you know, when I look at this picture, it reminds me of myself. It was around the same age where I started serving also uh, with the AV crew. Back then, uh, Pastor Josh was leading, um, still leading uh, uh, the low primary, upper primary space. Um, and I was just shamelessly just plugging myself into there, oh. just doing sound every week. Yeah. Isn't it no wonder the equipment spoiled uh, at yeah. one time? <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason why I'm paying back with my life now. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Well worth it. Well worth it, yeah. Well, let's give God all the glory that despite of who we are, um, that despite uh, our circumstances as humanity, God desire to still pour out His blessings upon each of our lives and upon generations after generations. And that's really the first reflection for our meditation this morning, that we are so, so blessed by God. But here leads us to our second reflection. The blessing must not stop with us. The blessing must not stop with one generation. Because the second reflection is that we are not just so blessed by God, but we are so privileged to be God's blessing to someone and to others. And we read of this in Genesis chapter 22, the text that team read for us this morning, that God decided not just to bless Abraham, but He told Abraham, through you, through your life, I will not just bless you, but I will bless and multiply your offspring as well. 
And that's what we read here in Genesis chapter 22, that the offsprings will be blessed and multiplied by God, almost like the stars in the skies and the sand in the seashore that the next generation will possess the gates of the enemies and all the nations of the earth will therefore be blessed and be multiplied. Now this, of course, would not surprise us. This is not new to us because it reminds us of the Abraham covenant that began with this man, Abraham. And it started way back in Genesis chapter 12. Mm. Mm. The text that Hazel read for us. And then it was repeated once again in Genesis 15. It was reaffirmed in Genesis 17. And now in Genesis chapter 22. Ta-da! The moment that Abraham came before God with his one and only son of promised Isaac. And God did something surprising. He told Abraham, now I want you to sacrifice your one and only son of promised Isaac to me. What on earth was God doing here? Now, we must understand that Abraham has been waiting for 25 years left. Right. 25 years for this son of promise to come about. So obviously, he, he didn't know what God was up to. But you and I know. We read the scriptures in Genesis 22 verse 1. And we knew that it was a test mm. from God. Test, test what? To test, you know, Abraham would love God more than this promised son. Mm. Would trust God more than the promised son. And, and we all know that Abraham passed with flying mm. colors. And, and it's upon this act of obedience that God further confirmed his Abrahamic covenant. But we must all know that as human beings, uh, as good as Abraham is, uh, he's not a perfect man. There are ups and downs in his life. And that's why it is very rested for us to know in Genesis chapter 22, verse 16, that God is behind all this. Because God said in Genesis 22, 16, God swore upon His name to bring all this to pass. Mm. You see, His mysterious, invisible, His loving hands is guiding us through, even though we are faithless, God remains faithful. Mm. And, and because of that, you and I right now, are, uh, we are recipients of these covenant blessings, even in the New Testament. That day has come. We are Gentiles. And we have received God's covenant blessing and now we bear this great commission to continue to bear this responsibility of proclaiming the gospel to the next generation, proclaiming the gospel to our land as well as the nations beyond. What a privilege to be God's blessing. Amen. So my friends, Abraham have left an incredible example for all of us, both in this generation, the next generation, and even for all of us in this land, the example of simple, faithful obedience to God and surrender to Him. You know, if we all follow the example of Abraham today in our lives, in where God has placed us and assigned us in Singapore, or even the different generations that we belong to, then multitudes and nations will be blessed if we are willing to commit ourselves to be surrendered to God, to be a conduit of blessing, to be His sword and light, to be His weaknesses. Then God will use us. God will bless us to be His blessing to others. And it's simply a matter of surrender and faithful obedience mm. to God. Whatever God says, we will do. Wherever God leads, we will follow. Amen. And that reminds me of a story seven years ago in my life in 2015. I remember one day I was picking up uh, my letters in my mailbox 
And then I saw ambulance of various seminaries from Dallas, from Regent, from Trinity, from Fuller. And I said, wow, I didn't know it's my sabbatical. Who's applying for me? And then I saw the addressee of the envelope. It wasn't my name. It was my son's name. It was Timothy. But it wasn't Timothy Yo. It was Timothy Isaac Yo. So I went to my son, gave him all the letters and said, Tim, since when did you change your name? You were thinking of doing your, your bachelor in engineering uh, in, in, in the local university here and you were thinking of maybe even being, continuing to be a Navy officer. How come suddenly you don't need to change your name and you're thinking of applying for seminary? You remember the story, Tim? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so my dad was completely shocked because uh, all these things were kept under wrapped. Um, <laughs> because of the sensitivity of, of things, I wanted to make sure that everything that was done was purely because God was calling me, nothing to do with my dad or the church. Um, and so, yeah, so it's, it's, been, it's been wonderful to go through that journey. And that year, 2015, was actually the year where we were going through the book of Genesis. Mm. Um, and Genesis 22 that we just read earlier on, actually, um, God spoke to me as, as I read through that passage uh, in 2015. And, and the message was very clear. Just as how Abraham gave his one and only Isaac, um, everything that wraps up with Isaac, I want you to give and sacrifice the thing that you cherish the most, your youth, the best years of your lives when you're young. I want you to give me the best years of your life to serve me for the rest of your life, to serve the kingdom of God. And at the time, I was really convicted because God was really stirring my heart um, when I was 16 um, about the call to full-time and so that was a, a time where I was like, you know, I'm at the crossroads and God is indeed calling me um, to full-time now, not later. Um, and so, yeah, so it was, that's the reason why I, I kind of inserted the Isaac into my name, uh, Timothy Isaac Yo. Wow, yeah. brave son, dare to change your name. Yeah. <laughs> now he knows. And, and so what, what, what a wonderful blessing because of your obedience and surrender to God. Mm. God honoured your faith in Him and He gave you a 5 years mm. overseas scholarship mm. not from Covenant mm. but from mm. Trinity Evangelical Divinity School in Chicago mm. to go there and study mm. good for us, you are away for 5 years <laughs> um, and, and for you to be there and, and you came back and you graduated last year yeah. and I, I remember telling you Tim that if you ever change your name again please let me know, you know? <laughs> so that if you change your name from Timothy Yo to Timothy Isaac Yo, I could also change my name from Tony Yo to Tony Abraham Yo. <laughs> now, Hazel, don't think about changing your name, alright? <laughs> uh, Hannah! Uh, oh, Hazel, gosh. Hannah, that's a nice name. <laughs> Hashtag dad jokes. <laughs> uh, uh, last year, we were all working from home uh, a lot. And so, uh, during one lunchtime, uh, my daughter came and we were eating, two of us were eating together, my wife was working on site. And I remember it was a serious moment because she came, she sat down and she said, Dad, can I, can I share something with you? Well, I just hold on to my chair because I don't know, it sounded very serious. So, do you remember that day? Uh, yeah, yeah, we like to shock our fathers. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I was, I was sitting down with my dad and I was looking at him seriously. And I was like, um, Dad, you know, there's this guy who is asking me for my hand in marriage. Okay, no, that, that, that didn't work. <laughs> Yay! <No. laughs> 
No, it wasn't that. Um, I, I was telling him that um, I'm considering going to East Timor for a year for missions. And uh, the reason why he was shocked is because it's never come up for me before. Uh, missions has never really been at the forefront uh, of my, my faith journey. And the idea of missions has also been quite, quite distant for, for, for many years. Mm. Um, so he was asking me why. How, how did this come about? And I was explaining to him that this is a season where I feel God is leading me into learning how to live my life fully surrendered fully yielded to Him. Mm. Uh, and that might not necessarily look like missions for everybody here. You know, some of us are in the marketplace and serving faithfully there. But I think for myself, it's just an alignment of seasons, of opportunities, and just my desire to want to go as a, as a representation of telling God, uh, I'm, I'm willing. I, I might not be the right person and I'm not the most equipped, but I'm willing. So I'm just praying that, that you will use me for, for your mm. glory. Amen, amen. Well, Tim, um, now that you have uh, come back after five years of study, and this guy did incredibly well in his studies, he's a straight A student, yeah, excellent. By God's grace, by God's <laughs> And so, so now you're back, tell us a little bit more what you're doing in discipling the generations. Yeah, maybe you all can get on the stage first, I tell them the real, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I, it's been a great joy, I've been, I've been in this church since I was four years old, uh, and now this year I'm turning 28. Um, but it's, it's great to be serving in the church that I grew up with And I, right now I'm serving in TNG Ministries uh, Under my wonderful boss, Pastor Sharon um, So I'm currently doing uh, five things First one is leading upper primary ministry here at Woodland Centre uh, Helping these kids transition from the puberty stage um, And then along with that is also the youths um, helping the younger youth to assimilate into youth ministry uh, and also preaching on the youth pulpit. The third thing I do is also um, I help oversee the TNG ministries from preschool to youth here in Woodland Centre to make sure that we are running uh, operationally and whatnot and making sure that we are following the strategies that Pastor Sharon uh, rolled out. And by the way, we're coming back on site for Woodlands uh, this February, so parents, take a look out. Um, yeah. So this is the third thing. The fourth thing I do is, um, as Jenna I mentioned, there's a bunch of youth leaders there. What we're going to do is we're trying to roll out a youth leader development program where we not only just get them to serve. No, there's more to that. We want to get them to thrive in all areas of life, not just in church, but outside as well. Mm. And so we, we're planning to have this uh, development program where we meet with them every single month uh, and mm. grow them as leaders so that when they turn 18, uh, they would be disciple makers for the younger youths. Wow. Yeah, and so that's fourth thing. And the last thing is that we are starting a podcast this later half of the year. So I got the privilege to plan and host the podcast. So yeah, so keep a lookout for the podcast coming up. All right. Yeah. Hey, so tell us how you are preparing yourself for this great faith adventure uh, towards missions. Mm. Mm. Well, um, this week was actually my last week at work. Collective awe. Yeah, it, it's quite awe because, I mean, it's, it's an emotional journey for me just because uh, I love my job, I love the people there, my bosses are just people who genuinely love and um, care for us. So I feel like it's something that is, uh, I'm, I'm letting go with, with reluctant hands. Um, but I think it's a, it's a season closing for me. And this year, um, I'm going to be attached to our missions office in church. Um, and also just doing preparations with the two other girls in my team that will be going. So um, I'll actually be supporting Sarah Chan in her ministry uh, in East Timor, along with Kezia. And, you know, we've been taking our language classes, self-defense classes uh, as a group of three girls. Um, but I think beyond 
just the physical preparation. It's very much been an emotional and spiritual uh, preparation for me. Mm. I think because one, one of the biggest things that I struggle with is uh, a sense of inadequacy in, in all of this. You know, I think some people like Sarah Kezia or, or, or some of you out here, you know, you really have this strong calling to missions or when you were 12, you stood in front and you, you yelled out to the Lord, like, here I am, set me. And, you know, it, it's just such a strong conviction that you have. But for me, I, I don't have any of those dramatic moments with, with, with the Lord. Um, but I think my desire is to tell him that, you know, Lord, th these are my five loaves and two fishes. Mm. And I feel him speaking to me as well that, just come as you are, mm. and I will use you in your strengths and in your weaknesses uh, for my glory. So, yeah, I think what really convicted me is just wanting to um, offer up to the Lord uh, who I am and just trusting that, that He'll bring His will to pass. Mm. Wonderful, Amen. wonderful. Amen. Yes, let's, let's thank the Lord for what God is doing in Jesus' life. You know, as we bring our time to a close this morning, what a compelling burden the Lord placed upon each of our hearts as we begin the new year together. We are here not forever. God has placed us here to prepare us that we might prepare our friends, our families, our colleagues and the world to meet the King Lord Jesus one day. And we do so by discipling the generations, discipling the nation Singapore that He has put us here, by discipling the nations where God is choosing to bless us that we might be a blessing to the nations beyond. And what a wonderful time we have this morning and to have Tim and Hazel share their lives with us. And it's been so inspiring for me. I trust it's been inspiring for you as a people of the Lord, whether you're watching online or whether you're here on site, to hear what God is doing, that He is blessing us. And we are indeed so, so blessed by God. But this blessing must continue to flow through our lives because it's indeed such a great delightful privilege mm. to be God's blessing to where He sends us to. You know, there's one favourite Chinese word that will be used a lot uh, on our lips in the next 15 days of the coming lunar Chinese New Year. And that Chinese word is the word Fu, which simply means in English, blessing, happiness, or even fortune for some people. And this Chinese word is best written not from the right but from the left. It starts always with the left, with where you get the word shen. And the word fu always points us to the Creator Jehovah God, that He is the ultimate source of all blessings in our lives, that He is the ultimate one who assigns us the various places to be the conduit of God's blessing to the various people in our marketplace, in our nation, Singapore, and even to the nations. He is the one. Let's not forget it. And some people say, Pastor Tony, I want the blessing, but I don't think I need God. I don't want God. If you take away God from the word fool, you only have got one mouth, one person having to feed that mouth and tending to the land, the field, tian. And it's a reminder that because God is the ultimate source of blessing, He's committed and faithful to ensure that He'll put food into our mouth, that there will be enough strength and grace for us to tend the field and the land and the assignment He gives to us. Mm. Amen. Let me close with this uh, story for our time uh, today. Last week, uh, my wife and I were hosting the 
CNY dinner for uh, five of her brothers. And of course, we ate, we talked, we, we, we were talking about the meaning and the purpose of life and all that. And then somewhere towards the end of the dinner, the older brother uh, went to this serendipitous mood and, and started talking about each of the brothers. And I was, I was very amused by the things that he said. He said, look at this fourth brother. I never knew him to be religious at all. But one day he came to my side and says, Hey brother, I am now a Christian. And he said he shocked me that that is a decision that he will make because I've never known him to be like this. Now, now look at this third brother and this younger brother. You know, nowadays, keep putting all the religious songs into the group chat and the hallelujah that goes along with it. You know, what's happening to them? And of course, myself, he's, he was talking, he says, well, I, I have attended a few of your Christian uh, events and all that. Yes, and I was moved by the message. And inside my heart, I know I am a Christian. Mm. But you know, outside, uh, I, I still got to do quite a few things like you know, observe some of the religious ceremonies and, and rituals because none of you will do it, right? And then, then, then when he just said that, my heart was very comforted because it has been years, years of various siblings just sharing, 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 loving, 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 caring, caring, caring. And we begin to see the hand of God, the gracious hands of God upon each of these brothers. And slowly but surely, they are drawn one step closer and closer and closer to the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. And we can all just say, God, thank you so much because your goodness, your mercy, you know, is for everyone. It's new every morning. And we as your people simply just got to press in, keep doing what we need to do and let God do the work of convicting. And I believe this older brother, he's on a journey. And I believe one day God will meet with him in a very special way. Truly, freely, we have received freely we need to release what God has given to us. Mm. Shall we all bow our heads together? Whether you're here on site or online as we bow our heads and close our eyes to contemplate and reflect on the grace and the mercy of God in our lives. Some of us, as we watch online or we are here on site, we may be here for the first time, we walk in on our own, We've been brought by a friend. And for the first time, you hear the true source of blessings. And as you approach the coming Chinese Lunar New Year, you realize you cannot have the blessings apart from God. You will simply end up in pain, in agony. And today, the Lord wants to deposit His greatest blessing to those of you who have yet to receive Jesus Christ. And this blessing comes when you and I experience and receive this gift that God has prepared for the world. When we simply acknowledge who we are, we desperately need God in our life. We need more than help. We need hope, purpose and meaning in our lives. Like the way Tim and Hazel found their true purpose and meaning in life. And that's... And that's where they found their passion in life. They know why they wake up. And this blessing is it's not about material wealth. It's not about mental health. This blessing comes in a personal relationship with God Himself. And you and I don't have to earn or deserve this gift. The Bible tells us 
For by grace we have received this gift through faith. Not of any man, not of any works, lest anyone would boast. But all we need to do is to acknowledge who we are, where we are. And then to stretch forth and reach out to God who has reached out to us. And say, God, I believe you have sent your son Jesus Christ to me. Thank you for dying for my sins. Thank you for taking the place at the cross for my life. And all you need to do is to confess Jesus as Lord in your life. If that's who you are, whether you're online or on-site right now, would you pray that simple prayer and receive perhaps the greatest blessing you've ever received in your entire life? It's the biggest angpao you could ever ask for in a Lunar New Year. And all you need to do is to simply pray this prayer in your heart. Lord, thank you. Thank you for coming to me. Thank you for coming into my life this morning. As I reach out to you, as I call upon the name of Jesus, confessing you to be my Saviour and Lord, and surrendering my life like Abraham in obedience to you and say, Lord, do what you must do to make me the man and the woman you want me to be. And if you have prayed that simple prayer in your heart this morning, then we want to invite you to scan the QR code at the end of the service. Or if you're on site, talk to somebody, someone uh, who would be very happy to speak to you about how you can grow in your newfound relationship with God. I want to speak to the majority of us who are Christians, who are watching online and on-site this morning. You know, as we begin 2022, I trust this morning's reflection and sermon will help you reflect how blessed you are in God. Not just the things that God has surrounded you with, God has blessed you with your relationship with Him. That you can run to Him, you can call upon Him, you can trust Him, you can hope in Him. You can lean on Him. And God is always there for you and with you. But today you recognize you are not just so blessed by God. God is giving you and I the privilege to go forth from this place to be God's blessing to someone. Starting from this week, starting from this Chinese Lunar New Year, that we allow the Spirit of God to direct our hearts to one friend one family that we can connect and bring that blessing of God to them this coming week. And that's your desire of our heart. Would you say to the Lord, yes, Lord, like the same way Abraham said yes to the Lord. And allow God, who is the porter of your life, both to lead you, direct your steps, and to shape you as the porter shapes the clay. If that's your desire of our heart, let's stand together right now as we close in this simple response song, The Potter's Hand. And as you sing this song in your heart, let's worship the Lord and respond to Him as God is our potter and we are His clay. Beautiful 
Father, we are so blessed. We are so privileged to be a blessing. You have called us to be a blessing to the generations in Singapore and to the nations. And today we ask that you grant us personal revival, divine appointment, active obedience. We ask that you take us, you mold us, you use us and you fill us so that your glory will flow from here to the nations. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Church, may you now receive the benediction of God. May you raise your hand and I will learn to bless you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up His countenance upon you and grant you peace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. We're going to take the next moment to just reflect on two questions on the slide. What are some of the blessings God has given to you? Think about it. Don't be quick to rush off from this place. What is one concrete way you can be a blessing to a person or a family on the first week of Lunar New Year? Take some time to just reflect before I release you zone by zone. For those of you who are worshipping with us in the online space, if you have a stirring in your heart and would like someone to pray for you, do scan the QR code on the screen and we will connect with you. Thank you once again for joining us in the online. See you next Sunday. God bless you. Goodbye. We're glad you had spent some time listening to God's Word and we hope that the message has ministered to you. Should you require more assistance, kindly call 6892-6811 or you can visit us at www.cefc.org.sg for more sermon titles. God bless you in your spiritual pilgrimage ahead.